Yo, 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 Thought Warriors. What is up? Higher Learning is on. It is I, Van Lathan. And it's me, Rachel Lindsay. Rachel, how are you? I'm okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, a little annoyed. I know. But I'm okay. I'm a little annoyed, but I'm okay. I see that they've been coming at you on the comments of the old Instagram. <laughs> Man, hard. <laughs> but you know what? what? I'm used to the hate. What I'm annoyed with is I don't want to keep hashing it out. Like, I'm not the spokesperson for when things go wrong in Bachelor Nation. There are so many other people who who could speak and give opinions, but they always want to come to me. That's more of what I'm annoyed with than than the comments. I'm used to the hate. That's so, just another day, another so hater. Mad people have been reaching out asking you to comment on it? Everybody. You name it, everybody. Who's the biggest outlet that's reached out? CNN, <laughs> GMA, Hollywood Reporter, different podcast, conservative podcasts. Conservative podcasts. You should have done those. Um, we'll, we'll see. You should do that. You should do those conservative podcasts. It's so interesting that like, <laughs> like whiteness always needs an excuse. You mean like a somebody to blame, like a, a scapegoat? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got to be somebody else's fault. It's it's wild to me. <sighs> right. I mean, I, I'm not surprised at any of it. It's just more of, do you hear yourself? Mm -hmm. I'm in the confines of my job. So I ask a question, somebody answers, and it's my fault. Right. <laughs> but right. it's my fault. <laughs> right. Right. Bozeman was very upset about it. We, That's Bozeman, my boy. Bozeman was like, we, we were reading the comments together. You were reading the comments? You were in the comments? I was reading the comments <laughs> to Bozeman. And Bozeman was like, yo, he looked at me. He's like, yo, how long are we going to deal with this? This shit looks bad on us as a brand and as a family. I'm like, oh, my God. So I had to I had to post. <laughs> but you're doing okay? Or, or like, has it been a lot? Has it been a lot from the – I see the the Karens have come out in full, in full strength to support Chris Harrison. Karens are, are no stranger to me. You know, I've said things here and there. Anytime I say something that, um, I guess, for lack of better words, threatens the white their white fragility, they come at me in in the hundreds, uh, in the thousands, really. Uh, so that's that's I'm. I think it's just more the context of of why they're coming at me this time. That it's just so ridiculous. So. Obviously, we're talking about the fact that Chris Harrison is gone. Uh, the range of the numbers that are here from Chris Harrison's suggested payout or or alleged payout is anywhere between forty and sixty nine point nine million dollars. Now, I don't know why they put the point nine on there. I don't think it's that much. They could have said seventy. They could have said sixty nine. You don't think it's that much money? No. I've that's the first time I've heard that figure. I've heard more of like 2025. 20, nah, he probably got the 69.9. Cuz he a freak. So he would he okay. was so he was probably <laughs> okay. like, you know, I know I can look at a freak and tell. You know what I'm saying? He freaky. Like under those suits, he probably got two nipple rings. You know what I mean? Oh my god. So he, he <laughs> so he a freak. So he was probably like, yo, how much you want? How much you want? We want we want you to talk no shit about the bachelor. You ride away into the sunset, and he probably want I want sixty nine million. 
And then he licked his tongue 69, out. that's a wild amount. It's a lot of money. But look, here's the thing, though, and here's the difference. It's like, when we fuck up, we don't get no $69 million, you know, and to blame it on somebody else. <laughs> well, you know, they, I mean, like they get Chris Harrison right now is acting like, and look, I don't think he should have been fired. I'm well on the yeah, record. Yeah, you said that. I'm well mm-hmm. on the record saying I don't think he should have been fired, but it, I'm looking at some of the stuff and people are making it look like he's fucking Joan of Arc. Like, is he's not a martyr. He's not a, I don't know. But you kind of become that when cancel culture takes you down. Right. And that's that's what's happened. Like cancel people culture. are saying he was can people are saying he's a victim of cancel culture. He was canceled. So that so you do when when they when they let him go or whatever terminology they're using, he did become the face of it. He did become right. a sort of martyr, right. which it's you know, I think the the most interesting thing is when people tell me he gave you everything. How dare you? And I'm he I'm looking around like they don't oh that's what people say. He mm-hmm. gave me everything. So how dare I? You know, did he give you take... anything? No. Mm. I mean, it's hard to say no. Like there were, I, I shouldn't say that because when you're there's advice that's given. You know, mm-hmm. when you're the lead. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he gave me advice. All right, he gave you advice. He like he gave you advice, uh, and you feel like that was useful advice. So you you in your past, contrary to popular belief. You have not had a contentious relationship with Chris Harrison. No, I haven't had a contentious relationship with Chris at all. Hmm. What a wild time. Which is why which is why he agreed to come on our show and do an interview because there is no beef. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean There never has been. There's no beef. Now there is no cow because he's 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 <laughs> off the farm, you know. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. By the way, this is not the last we'll hear from Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison, no, well, he's a, he's a, very good TV man. He'll be back on the show uh in, in very soon. And he's got he's got bread. He's got some money. He's this is the I, I feel like the dismissal or the departure of Chris Harrison is a net loss. To for who? Everyone involved. Okay. And, and I mean not you specifically, because you did nothing. You were the actually you were the on the other side of someone being insensitive so i don't even understand the logic but whatever like privilege is never logic so whatever uh logical so it doesn't matter um i think this is this once again shows everybody is 
too cowardly to confront these things head on. The reality is that there does have to be in a world where you could go to the party. Uh, I don't know why you would want to go to the party, but where you can go to the party, you come back and be like, hey, I understand that was wrong. No better, do better. To where we have as much trust in each other as neighbors in the society where we can do that. There's a world where Chris gets on there with 50 years or 40 some odd years of privilege and makes an ass out of himself on extra to where he can come back and be like, look, like I feel this way. I feel that way, but I get that this is not the time to like put this out there or it's not the time to speak on something that you don't really know what you're talking about. And I should have been more open to having a dialogue rather than to dress down Rachel on the show. And where the people at ABC and everybody else goes, okay, look, this big thing happened. Let's talk about it, put it behind us and move on with the show. And to where everybody that's watching the show and enjoying it and everybody on the other side of it to where the issues that face The Bachelor or Bachelor Mm -hmm. Nation to where there's a full-throated attempt to address those issues, right? Yeah. But once again, that's not what happened. What happened was people cut bait and they ran to their corners and they ran to their sides and that's what we're going to do for the rest of the time. Well, I think this is one of those things where we we weren't at the table. We have no idea what happened in mediation and what was what was put out there from either side. And I think I I, I agree with you in that sense. I think that, you know, when when Chris came out and he apologized not once, not twice in writing, but then a third time on on television, he said he was going to take the time to do the work. And that's why I said on Extra that I was surprised that the announcement was made. And I mean that. I thought it was. I thought that we we talked about it literally last week, that we thought they were going to wait and see kind of some things that happened. But I have to keep reminding myself, we don't know what else was at stake. We don't know what other issues there may be. We don't know if there was bad blood. We do know, according to the article that was put out there, that, you know, he did threaten them of what he would do if they didn't pay him a certain amount of money. And so I just, we, that's what the article said. Not my words. No, that's what the that's article just, said. That's funny as hell. That That's yeah. that's funny as hell, but uh, I'm sorry. I did not mean to interrupt. No, 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 no. You're fine. It's almost like he was saying he knows where the bones are buried. And if you don't pay a certain amount, it sounds like on one end they had made up their mind. So he's like, okay, well, if this is the decision that you make, then you need to fully compensate me because of what I know. I've been here since the beginning. Um, so again, we weren't privy to all of that. So we have no idea why the decision was made and how it all went down and why they decided on that amount to pay him. But I do think that it could have been, um, a learning experience should they have gone another way, because you talked about a world of you go to that party and then you realize that how wrong it is and you know, like you uh, make amends for that and say, you're going to do better. Well, that's exactly what happened to Rachel Kirkenall. And she's and she's with Matt James. And so there was a there is a world where that can happen and you can be forgiven and people move on. Yeah. And then you have the other side. You have of it. the other side of it. I'm very <laughs> interested in the fact that you said he knows where the bones are buried. Has to for you to make that kind of you for you to make that kind of threat, according yeah. to the de- again, people, according to the deadline article. These are not my words. Deadline. According to that article. His attorney made certain statements. If you don't do this, then this will happen mm. because he knows this. Mm. Well, I just I think for me more so it was about the fact that these these bones they're buried, right? <laughs> and 
They're not bodies because you said normally people say they know where the bodies are buried, but these are so old that the bodies have already decomposed in their bones. Wow. So it's not the bodies. Since the inception of the franchise. Inception. Christopher Nolan. Um, so, so you, you are, but you're, you're feeling okay. You're like, you don't, you're, you're feeling good. Cause I know you had deactivated your, your Instagram back in, in, in the day. Would you think, are you, do, do we see another Instagram deactivation no. coming? Not this time. No, no. And people ask me, why don't you mute your comments either? Cause I want y'all to see where hatred lives. I ah. want y'all to see how people talk, like don't hide in my DMs. No, these people are outright putting their faces out there with Bible verses in their bios coming at me uh-huh. from left field. Right. We should have attacking my appearance, attacking my my um intellect. What they say about attacking your attacking my character. They always talk about my teeth. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that there is it's true. you heard it there van is behind all the faceless uh instagram comments that i get what if it was all me what if it was all me (laughs) (laughs) yo yo check this out we're gonna get it again bozeman come here so no you've been getting a lot of it and you want people to see it is what you're saying yeah like i'm not gonna hide it i'm not gonna mute it see how people talk to me Mm. i'll be honest with you so there have been a lot of people, a lot of the thought warriors that were like, don't do this topic because they think that I am a little too jovial about, you know, Chris Harrison's situation and what happened between you and Chris Harrison. And they thought that I was going to poke fun. I would never poke fun at Rachel being harassed on the Internet. Like, I'm not going to poke fun at that. Like, it's not. But the only thing that's comical about the entire situation is that this is all so serious. First of all, it just tells you how valuable the Bachelor franchise is and what a big deal it is. But it, like, people are going so hard. There's this one particular person that, on no matter what I post, they post, let's talk about how unlikable Rachel Lindsay is. They keep saying that over and over <laughs> and over again. And I'm like, yo, what, what the fuck, man? Like, they're really mad about the bachelor but it's not that big in the grand scheme of things you're now attached to this world because of me mm-hmm. and because we did you know we recapped two seasons yeah. but if you didn't know me you would you would see the headline and you would keep it moving this is only for people who are in bachelor nation and who watch this show mm-hmm. otherwise they don't care right they don't know that there's this big fuss about it. And next week, nobody will be talking about this. The next time people will talk about this is when they announce a permanent host. It's David Spade. Now, Probably be David Spade. No, 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 no. Did you see on Bachelor in Paradise? This actually might I, like I might be interested in seeing this. They've now announced all the other guest celebrity hosts that they'll have. Oh, so it's not just David Spade. No, David Spade is on for two weeks. Okay. They have announced Lance Bass. Sarah Hyland, because she is engaged to a former Bachelor contestant mm-hmm. who is the bartender on Paradise, Wells Adams. Um, Titus Burris, or oh, is it Burgess? The comedian. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's the one I'm looking forward to the most. And last but not least, Lil Jon. Oh, that's great. 
<laughs> that, that's great. That's look. He's been on the show before. I'm um I'm into that. I'm into them experimenting with uh different things. I think we got to stop calling it Bachelor Nation now. What? Why? That's what they call but it. But I don't think we should call it Bachelor Nation anymore. It's a little too aggressive. Nation doesn't have any connotation. They are aggressive. They are aggressive. So I think we should call it the Bachelor Clan. I knew you were gonna <laughs> say that. <laughs> you know why? Because it's, I don't it's do more that. like a not. Nah, no, you can do it. No, it's more like a clan. Now, look, the people that aren't in Bachelor Clan, which is what they call uh, the, the the Knights of the Bachelor, the people the, the, the people who aren't the, the people who aren't in it, they know I love them. They know I love them, and they know we're not talking to them, but. A lot of y'all out there, it's just people use different things to expose their racist, xenophobic, privileged opinions. And they're just filtering them right now through The Bachelor. So, uh, you know. So there's the nation and then there's the clan. The, there's the, the clan is currently in my comments. The, the, clan, the Bachelor clan is currently in your comments. And then there is the Bachelor Nation of people who just love to watch a television show where I random down people fuck each other. You know, and who doesn't like that? <laughs> you know, uh, I saw our boy Michael Rappaport was doing this thing. He was uh, taken up for Chris. He said Bachelor will never be the same now that Chris Harris is gone. I, I mean, I didn't watch the first episode, so I can't really speak to it. But, um... I mean, I've, I from what I saw, people enjoyed. I mean, here's the thing. You watched two seasons. Did you really see Chris involved that much? The host's role is very limited. So. I didn't care anything about Chris, uh, but I do, haven't watched the show time in and time in and time. So I don't know. You know, I'm not the right person to ask. It's sometimes on these shows, the host has a way of being a constant, I would say. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And so people, yeah, yeah, yeah. So people probably the voice of reason. Yeah. You know, Matt James wants to sit down and and warn America that he's gonna pick a white woman, and who else does he have that conversation with? You know, he's got to have that conversation with Chris Harrison. When is Matt James coming on the podcast? Okay, it's like he's been talking about this. I want to talk to Matt James. I want to talk to Matt Matthew James Jr. the third. I want to talk to Matt James. When is he coming on? I want to talk about that scene well, with Chris. I want to talk about the scene with his dad. I want to talk about John Scorpio. I want to talk about Rachel Kirkinell. I want to talk about him being tall. All right. I, 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 when is Matt James coming on the show? I don't know. I've done like I've him. done a poor job at uh, setting that up. I know. You have. I'll text him right now. I've been too busy, uh, you know, being around here. How, look, I like your braids. Your braids, your braids are nice. Thank you. They'll be here all summer. The whole summer you're going to have the braids? Whole summer. Here's the thing about the braids that I always like. No, there is no here. Oh, okay. Wait. Because I thought it was going to be negative. It's not going to be negative. Here's the thing about the He's not going to. You know, you already you already um commented about my teeth. I did not. Yes, you did. I didn't comment. I, I replied to a comment Rewind you made. Rewind the tape. Rewind I, the no, tape. I replied to a comment you made about your teeth. Okay. I didn't comment you. Okay. what they say about it's your appearance? My character. They always talk about my teeth. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there is, it's true. So the thing about the braids is what braids always do, especially when they're fresh, is they, they give the world 
they give the world a, 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 a view of just how big someone's head is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you never you never really can tell until you I got think the everybody brace. knows. Everybody knows I have a big head. That uh-huh. there that that's no secret. Is that, everybody knows I got a big head. Yeah, a noggin. How's Brian doing? I haven't spoken spoken to Brian. How's Danny? No, how do we? What kind of transition is that? Because I was but the the reason why I was thinking about. I will tell you the way that was a, the way I did that is because I'm thinking. Okay, well, Rachel has a big head, but obviously it's people that like that. Who? Brian. <laughs> how's Brian doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, Brian's <laughs> fine. He's fine. And yes, he does like my big head. Does he? Did he? Uh, I've been rocking this big head since birth. You know what I mean. So I'm comfortable in it. I that's love why it. you. That's why you have strong neck muscles, because your neck's got to hold everything up. You know, your neck is strong. That's why it's like people. Why don't you just keep? I'm a punching bag today. You know what I mean? <laughs> on social media, on this podcast. Why don't you just throw some more my way? So, but here's the thing about the stuff on social media. Does it? Is it seriously? Is it actually bothering you? Seriously? No, I didn't think not it was. this time. I, you don't, Van. I know you're new to this. You don't understand how many times I've been attacked. Right. And 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 before it's been things that I've said. This is actually one of the first times where I didn't say shit. You didn't do nothing. <laughs> and I, and I'm still getting attacked. Normally, it's something I said on my podcast, mm-hmm. or I used to blog about the show for Us Weekly, and right. I would be in there taking jabs at folks. I understand that kind of stuff. Right. You know, I I had an opinion and you want to come at me about something I said. This time, nothing. Right. So maybe maybe there's some repressed feelings of things that I've said before that people are, I'm not quite sure. Um, Matt James said next Thursday. Mm. Matt James, okay. Book it. Book it. Book it. Book it, Allison. Matt James on the podcast next Thursday. We finally get to have our conversation. (laughs) I hope Matt knows how this is gonna go okay uh let's take a break (laughs) kingdom of the planet of the apes has arrived in imax what a wonderful day this summer one movie event will reign it is our time they stole my village i know where they're taking your clan Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Okay, so um, Kamala Harris uh, went on her first foreign trip since taking office. She announced uh, task forces to address the corruption and human trafficking um, that are viewed as a potential driver of some of the migration that we see here to this country. She also 
offered the most direct warning yet to potential migrants. As one of our priorities, we will discourage illegal migration. And I believe if you come to our border, you will be turned back. Do not come, do not come. The United States will continue to enforce our laws and secure our border. That is what the vice president said. My question to you is, on its face, do you have a problem with that sentiment and the way uh, that she articulated it? A lot of people are very, very upset about that. The fact that uh, Vice President Harris said that. Are you asking me about the statement alone or just the whole way she's handled it in general or her speech? Whichever part of it you feel like you want to talk about. I can understand why people feel with her saying not once, but twice, do not come, do not come, um, is a bit shocking coming from Kamala Harris. One, because people have been questioning, uh, you know, she's been put in charge of the border and immigration and, and handling that for the Biden administration. And people have been very critical of her because she has yet to go to the border. So now that you are actually, you know, going into Central America and it looks like you're, um, addressing this head on, the first thing out of your mouth is do not come. And I think people are shocked to hear that come from the Biden administration, uh, especially because Senator Harris was um, there was an emergency rule that that the Trump administration had where they would turn people away. Uh, migrants away without providing them a chance to apply for asylum. And there were a group of Democrats that actually um, accused Donald Trump of misinterpreting uh, his authority. And they were against that. So then and and Kamala Harris was one of those Democrats that signed um, a letter or whatever it was to uh, that questioned the legality of that. And so then for her to have this stance, I think, is a bit shocking to people. Uh Maybe they're being a little too hard. I don't think she's like, do not come, do not come. That's the end of it. And that's all I'm going to say. Obviously, this is a really complicated issue and she wasn't going to be able to provide answers in that one speech. So I think people have to give her the time to work through the complexity of this with one handling immigration and then handling also what is particularly going on at the border. Um, they're not necessarily one in the same. So I so I guess all that to say, I understand why people are upset at the comment. But I think at the same time, people have to give her and the administration a chance to really figure out what to do and to address it. I know people also had an issue that she was calling it like the root impact or the root cause or, or there was a phrase that that she's using and the Biden administration is continuing to say. Well, I think that they really need to attack that. And I need to think that they need I think they need to do it quickly. And I think she needs to go to the border. Um, I think the fact that she hasn't gone to the border doesn't mean that she's not working on the issue. But you got you have to be there and be a part of it and understand what's happening and see it, I think, to really be empathetic to what's happening and to make real change. Mm. Mm, very well said. So you're from Dallas. That's called the Big D. Uh, yes. I am um, I'm being transported to the Big D by what? Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Yeah, that Big D is disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> 
now I don't know that I can say I'm actually disappointed because I don't know how much I actually I don't know how much I actually thought about the administration, but I there there was some hope there. So there's a, there's a fair amount of disappointment. Here's my problem with this. My problem okay. with this is number one. You know, I think most countries have most countries uh, strive to have strong borders. Okay, yeah, you have strong borders that allows you to sort of, um, uh, you know, monitor contraband that might be coming into your country, uh, monitor any potential terrorist organizations or people that might seek to harm American citizens that are coming into your country. Uh, so you want strong borders. You want borders that you know you have control over to a degree uh i don't think anybody that i know of is just like hey open up the borders let everybody in and all of that stuff because there are all kinds of security concerns all kinds of different concerns uh if you were to do that right sure there are some people that want that but that's not what i'm talking about what bothers me about that is the sentiment of do not come okay yeah, the sentiment of the the sentiment of do not come is a nationalistic, ridiculous, disrespectful thing to say. Okay, mm-hmm. a couple of reasons. Number one, a lot of the issues that are going on in Central America, in large parts of Central America, are directly due to American influence in that region. Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost like someone standing up there acting like we don't have anything to do with the dysfunction of countries around there. Like we haven't played a role also from financially to militar- militarily, like in sort of the stabilization that we see. The this the, this the, 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 wow, I can't talk today. I'm actually high. Did, did, I'm actually high. Uh to the fact that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to the fact that some of these issues, these countries are, are having issues, right? It's not all our, our fault, but American foreign policy has to do with, with some of this stuff. But let's say that it didn't. It's just an insensitive thing to say. And it is. It there's a and Democrats have to understand how to control the messaging that they're putting forth into the world. And saying that America's closed when the spirit of America has never been built about that, has never been that's not what we were told it was, right? The what like yeah. what we have what we have been told was give us your tired, your weary yearning to be free. And well, it's written in you you can come here and seek right. asylum. And so it when you stand up representing the most powerful office in the world. And you contradict that. It's not even so much about what you're saying; it's about who you're saying it to, and who hears that. That, to me, when you talk like that, it doubles down on this American superiority narrative that makes everybody outside of us something less than us. Mm. If you're gonna tell people who are starving, desperate, and in danger, not to seek the uh, the asylum or the resources of your country, then the, the question I would have is how great can your country be? And look, even if they all can't come, which they can't, I get it. We have to, I wouldn't expect 
Kamala Harris and Joe Biden to put that type of energy out into the world. And I wonder why she did it. In the grand scheme of things, how much does it mean? I'm not sure. But I just know that for the last couple of weeks, the last couple of months, from some of the stuff that Biden's been saying, from some of the stuff I've been hearing from them, it's seeming mm-hmm. like the, it's business as usual in Washington. And I hope that they know that we're not going back to that. And, and we right. recognize that people are people with souls and feelings wants and needs and some of them are scared you know and some of them are hungry and i'm not comfortable with someone just saying hey you people that fall into that fuck you i'm just not comfortable with that i don't if that makes me a bleeding heart liberal if that makes me a a a a far left kook then i am that just hearing that makes me feel uncomfortable and it makes me feel like to be honest with you, that Kamala Harris doesn't have the emotional center and the sensitivity that I thought that uh, that that she had. And I wonder if somebody like that, to be honest with you, that I wonder if people like that are fit to lead. Well, it's interesting because one of the criticisms with Kamala Harris is that she flip flops before when she was running for president. That was one of the things people said. And so for her to align herself with Democrats who questioned the border policy, um, for them to criticize the rule that the Trump administration had in place, it goes against that because now the Biden administration is still using that same rule that they criticized. And then I think, you know, like my response to it is the phrase do not come, do not come is is cruel and insensitive. I'm hoping that that was, she said it wrong and she plans to do more. But the the additional problem with saying the phrase do not come is that you're not taking into consideration why they're That's coming. That's the whole thing. A lot of people yeah. are ex- escaping violence and are seeking refuge. And for you to be that dismissive about it, it was, it's a little shocking. I'm not saying that I expected, I don't expect you know, I wasn't expecting Kamala Harris to come in and change everything in a speech or in one visit, but that was a little, not a little, it was very off-putting and it was just something that was in, in contrast to the way we've seen her stand when it comes to immigration, especially somebody who's leading it for this administration. So maybe, hopefully, and I, this is a loose hopefully, the, the, the way she responded and the reaction that she's getting from so many people not and and I mean that outside of the United States as well. Uh, will you know bring her into shape? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, look. Um, she was in Guatemala. She was. She talked about a lot of other things that were going on. She talked about she wanted to tackle some of the corruption in Guatemala, uh, in Guatemala, and make that a top priority for the United States. Um, and you know to lay out a strategy in the region that can maybe be more stabilizing, and maybe help some of those countries. So maybe some of these problems that you know force people out of their homes to make a very very dangerous journey to the border of the united states uh so they could be solved so that um you know maybe you have better societies where they're from i just think that it's very important that we treat people like people Absolutely. that we treat people like people and not like policy and look for people that are 
upset with how critical I'm being of Vice President Harris. I watched this entire thing. I got as much of this as I could. I looked at it in context. I did not get baited by a headline here. I did what I could. I can't find any reason, any reason for me. And look, I'm not the vice president of the United States. I get it. I can't find any reason uh, for her to have come off the way she came off. Mm. You know, and, 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 and the reality is that, you know, a lot of this has to do with the way the message is communicated. And the United States has some fucking nerve, man. Like some fucking nerve from some of the things that we've been involved in. Some nerve to tell people to to choose starving or to choose death or to choose political silence or to choose, you know, living in horrid conditions rather than to choose our border. We have some nerve to tell people that. I'm just so. Yeah. Uh, well, whatever. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's 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 all a bunch of you want to you want another whopper. You want <laughs> another whopper of a story. Did you see this video? I actually posted this video on my Instagram of a police officer. OK. Instant like initiating a pit maneuver and turning over the car of a pregnant woman. Did you see this? Yes. You saw it. Okay. So here's the deal. You hesitated there. You didn't see it. So it, so uh, it's okay. I'll lay out the story for you. So this is what happened. It, this happened in Arkansas. She is, this woman is suing the police department. This is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. This woman was pregnant. Two months pregnant. Her name is Nicole Harper. All right. She was 38 years old. Um, She thought she had lost her baby. She thought she had lost her baby. She was going 84 miles an hour in a 70 mile an hour zone. She was speeding. Bad Nicole. She was speeding. Okay. Trooper Rodney Dunn flashed his sirens, uh, turned the siren on and flashed his lights for her to pull over. So according to Nicole Harper, and if you watch it in the video that is available because we have his dash cam video, she did not feel comfortable pulling over onto the side because it was a shallow shoulder and if you watch it it is there's not much room there right did she slow she down? slowed down she put her blinker on she slowed down she put her blinker on and then she put her hazards on okay mm. indicating to the police officer that she was intended to comply when she could find a, a, a place to get off the freeway mm-hmm. what he had said prior to his dash cam coming out was that she fled. <gasps> There's video of this, of her slowing down, mm-hmm. putting mm-hmm. her signal on, and then putting her hazards on while she found a place to get off that was safe for her. He, you know what the pit maneuver is? So no. the pit maneuver is when you're running from the cops. They drive okay. up to the bumper of your car and they nudge it. He nudged the bumper of the car. He instituted the pit okay. maneuver. She, the car, her car, she was in like a Jeep, it, it, like a Jeep Wrangler. It veered off, hit the side, and flipped over. <gasps> and flipped over. Flipped her car. Mm-hmm. She was pregnant. Mm-hmm. She was certain that her baby had passed away. Uh, and, and, 
even in the video, you can hear in the video, he is still dead calm in that he just flipped somebody's car over. It's like, just give me some EMS. We need EMS. But like, so I watched the video and I posted it on there. I posted it with the trigger warning. I'm not trying to trigger you guys, but damn, man. And so for me, I looked at that and I thought she's now suing him. As she should. As she should. She should not just sue him. This guy should be fired immediately. And to me, oh, he's charged not? with uh, no, he hasn't been fired. He should be fired immediately and and charged with attempted vehicular manslaughter or ha- manslaughter. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It yep. is ridiculous. It's two minutes and seven seconds long. That's how long the pursuit was. Wow. So, They're gonna fire him. But that is in wow. I don't, you know, my time is working with the pro, with as a prosecutor. You see a lot of hot head police officers who are looking for their moment to just treat a situation like it's the wild, wild west and think that they have the authority and the power to do that because they have a badge and a gun. And this is one of those situations. Is she you mentioned the baby's OK, but was she, she okay? Was OK? The baby was born in February. At first, she had gone there, and um, this happened back in July. So at first, uh, she had she didn't think that her baby had survived. Uh, and just so people know, the Arkansas driver license driver's license manual urges motorists to pull to the nearest safest spot out of the traffic lane. That's what she was attempting to do. That's what she was trying to do. Even the corporal that we talked about, the lieutenant. Should I say, I, I deranked this man the same way. Even the lieutenant that we, we talked about at Coron Nazario some months ago was attempting to pull to a safe, well-lit place. Right. People say uh, comply. They're trying to comply. This was two minutes, and the guy mm-hmm. couldn't even stop. He wasn't even trigger happy. He was bumper happy. Spokesperson That's for the insane. Arkansas State Police declined to comment on both the lawsuit and the incident itself. She said she didn't feel like it was. Uh, uh, she didn't feel like it was safe. The, pr- the trooper. So here it is. The, the, he approached when, we, when she was flipped. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. Just to put the cherry on the top. I didn't include this part. When she flipped over. Okay. He helped her out of the records and said, why didn't you stop? She says, because I didn't feel like it was safe, she answered. He said, well, this is where you ended up, is what he said. (gasps) Ma'am, you got to pull over. I hope the lawsuit is on behalf of her and the child, because that's how it should be. And I hope they get paid so much money. And then I hope they fire this man. Her legal team. And he shouldn't be working anywhere else for another police department. I, I don't know. It just seems to me, it seems to me people caring about other people's humanity is in short supply. Like, Oh, for sure. I mean, we've already covered two stories it's ridiculous. regarding it's ridiculous. that. It's ridiculous. And people, and I, I'm just sorry. There feels like something that has infected policing. And I don't know that there is an answer. I'm sorry. It, well, it's not a new infection. It's not an infection. It's an old one. It's an old infection. It's an old wound that's now infection. It's something that's like, it's something that you were talking about, like when you said he knows where the bones are buried. That's not how you say that. It's the bodies. But then a body. The bones. The, bo- the, the A body becomes the bones. 
So it, it he knows where the bones it, are buried. I stand it, by it what works, I said, but not really. Did you see what Louisiana did? Mm-hmm. Uh, Juneteenth set to become an official holiday in Louisiana. Mm. We get it popping. Didn't Trump make it a national holiday, or is that just no, something I, I he have just no said? Uh, it's crazy. Governor John Bell Edwards is expected to sign Democratic uh, Baton Rouge Rep Larry Selders' House Bill. Five five four into law, Larry Selders. I know his brother. <laughs> it's like this is Baton Rouge stuff. What do you think? Well, what do you think about this? Louisiana Juneteenth. Do you care? Louisiana doing something. Do you care right. about Juneteenth? Do you celebrate like next week? Will you care about Juneteenth? Will you celebrate Juneteenth in any? Why way? are you saying will I care about That's Juneteenth? What I'm asking you. I, we've had this. Co- we had this conversation last year on so Juneteenth I- because I told you it's actually a Texas thing. It was when these slaves in Texas found out they were yeah. free, not Louisiana, Texas. So obviously, it's something that it is because the slaves. It, it, it is just no, Texas. I mean, no, it started in Texas, but it's crazy how you don't want to. Sh- it's crazy that you say okay, it started in Texas. But we shouldn't be able to celebrate our freedom in other places as well. Didn't That's say what that. The the the, it, the question was, do I celebrate it? I'm a Texan. I am telling you, of course I do, because it's nice. something that it's like a very big cool. deal. In What's Texas. your Juneteenth then? What you do to celebrate Juneteenth then? Since you celebrate, it depends. Nah, see, that's crazy. That's not it. it, it it's I'm not, not that it depends. You know, what? I, I, you know what? When I was in Texas, it was more of a thing. Like there was always a barbecue, a cookout, a block party. There was always something going on for Juneteenth. Since I've left Texas. You haven't celebrated it. I acknowledge you have, it. You haven't and, celebrated Okay, it. what's your Juneteenth look like? You tell me what you do. Let me get on board. Honest with you. Show me the I'm way, be man. With you. Show I'm me the way. I don't really go up for Juneteenth. Like you know what hey, I mean? In Texas, in, we in really did. In Texas, it we would, really like, did. They would have a concert where like Roger Troutman and Zap would come to Baton Rouge, or Juneteenth. You know, featuring the Commodores, but not Lionel Richie, not that Commodores. The you know, just Commodores. Right, it's never Lionel Richie because um, he left the Commodores. But but I'm but what I'm saying is, it like we knew Juneteenth, but we didn't like really celebrate it like that. If I'm being honest. I don't think we celebrated it like, oh, this there is was the like history a of it, but there yeah. was always something going down on Juneteenth. Right. And we recognize what it was. But nowadays, you just don't care. It's like June 15th. It's like. No, that's you. You said no, I that. Didn't. I no, I did not. Well, I never said that. Well, I never said that. I never said that. But I'm interested. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'll tell you why this makes me happy. More official. Uh, recognition, <laughs> more uh, more official recognition, recognition, recognition. Wow, I don't know where the right. recognition recognize. <laughs> wow, what you on? <laughs> uh, what is the word again? Recognition, more more significant recognition. Of, uh, of Juneteenth will lead to bigger Juneteenth celebrations everywhere. I did a I did a podcast one time with Kamel Foster, and Kamel was like, he 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 hopes one day to uh to live in a world where Juneteenth is celebrated, where he walks down the street and he sees a white person and they say Happy Juneteenth and all of that stuff like that. And I told him I was like, it would. Kamel said, said that? that. Yeah, it, yeah. Kamel, like, yeah. I, I told him the reason why we don't have that now is because Juneteenth is a divisive issue amongst the white establishment. 
How can you not want to celebrate the end of slavery? Like what? <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. I want to give it recognition. <laughs> Oh, you know what I meant to tell you? I met two of your friends this week. Who? Who'd you meet? Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes. And Terrence J. And I have to tell you, is Terrence J not a friend? Terrence J is a friend. Okay. Well, there was a moment there. Do you want to speak on it? No, it wasn't. Terrence J is a friend. What happened? I was working a red carpet. Meet the Blacks too. Everybody go see Meet the Blacks too. Meet the Blacks. Um, And it was great. I was like, oh, you know, I have my mask on. So I'm sure that's why they didn't recognize me. Nobody cared? <laughs> no. Terrence J was so nice. Both of them were like, we're fans of the podcast. And I was like, that's so great. But when are you going to have me on all the smoke? That's exactly I, what I said. I did all of the smoke. I said, Finn likes to mention all the time that he did all of the smoke. He said, oh, we would love to have you. We're big fans of the podcast. What you going to talk about on all of the smoke? What do you mean? You act like I don't have conversation. I know that you have conversation, but... It's like a basketball-based thing. Are you going to really be able to talk basketball? Is everybody here? This is a sexist comment. How I just want to take note of that. Red flag it. Wait, like, I can't talk about sexist, basketball. Man. I used to do have a sports radio show on ESPN where we talked about more. I had a football, and football. then we had That's all what I'm sports. Saying. See? No, Hold then on, we had wait, all wait, sports. Wait, wait, wait. You made it sexist. Because we had, you all, are we had a, all sports. You are a football mind no you made it then sexist. we had all sports would you like we to do used a, to, would you me like to, taylor twelman and jason golf okay had a sports show well, let, me GTL. let me ask you a question would you mind if i gave you a little quiz right now on on like nba okay <laughs> let me tell you why this is not okay <laughs> Because that's not what all the smoke is. It isn't a test. It's not a quiz. It's about topics that I'm knowledgeable about about basketball. Right. And yes, I could. By the way, I will tell you something. That is wow. that is that is very wow. That wow, is very guys. misogynistic. Apparently, I only know how to talk about the Bachelor. I, nope, that's not what I said. You know football. That's what I heard. That's you know what football. I heard. But look, it is it is something that men do to women though. Jackson, Jackson, <laughs> Jackson brought it up before. Jackson it rolled like, off your tongue. You're like I'm a like a girl says to a guy, I'm a Lakers fan. He's like, oh yeah? Tell me how many banners we got up there at the top of the lake. <laughs> <It's so laughs> like name name all name every Hall of Famer. Like, you'll, you'll just be. So but up. you know what? Guys do that to guys. The guys do that women to guys. Women do not too. do that to men. Well, women don't do that to men, but guys do that. Guys do that to guys too, though. I remember I was No, no. They do. I swear to God. I was in the barbershop one time. The barbershop doesn't count. I was in the barbershop one time. <laughs> that and doesn't one of the count. Biggest arguments, one of the most embarrassed I've ever seen somebody before my man june was cutting somebody's hair june's cut somebody's hair and the dude says that he's an eagles fan and june goes and eh. you can hear the barber the 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 uh the, the clippers cutting off and eh. you're an eagles fan all right name they whole d-line and who can do that and like <laughs> and like, <laughs> like he said name their whole d-line and this dude couldn't. And when I tell you this nigga was livid, he was so mad. They kicked him out the shop. Man, what you mean, man? I love the Eagles, man. I love Donovan McNabb. I asked you about the quarterback. Name their whole D-line. And then everybody started laughing at him and laughing at him. So they had to put him out the shop. So it happens. But I'm sorry. I'm not going <laughs> to look. I'm not. I'm saying. So you know basketball. Ra- basketball expert Rachel Lindsay. No, is what stop. I'm talk. That's so messed up. Basketball <laughs> re- expert Rachel Lindsay. That's what you are. You're a hoops expert. 
Stephen, y'all hear this? Stephen, y'all hear this? Stephen A. Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, Rachel A. Smith. Say, those are my dad's initials. Oh, oh, guess who's interested on the in, in the um, tell it to the judge segment? Of course. The judge. Of course the judge is interested in the tell it to the judge segment. It gives him a chance to spread his ministry to the world. <laughs> his ministry. The judge is something else, man. I go back and I listen to that all the time. The judge was <laughs> not playing really? with me. I do. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> it's so, I was, I was. He likes you. Yeah, the judges are great. The, the judges, to me, I wish I could be like that. I wish I could be all regal and like, uh, and principled and stuff like that. But I just want to really eat M&M's, man, and watch sci-fi. <laughs> really so speaking of the sports world, uh, did you see the, the the back and forth between Jay Williams and your ex boo? I did. Come on. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Kevin Durant, who Rachel said hello to one time in college. Uh, this is interesting, Correct. and I, I want to know where you feel on this. So, this, where you stand on this? So, this is what happened. Kevin Durant. Uh, they were talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo versus Kevin Durant and Jay Will Jay Williams. Who you know is a good guy. Jay Williams. Yeah, we, is know a good Jay. Guy. we know we Jay. We know Jay. We know Jay. Jay Williams is a good guy. Jay Williams then went on uh, ESPN's Get Up, I think it was, or maybe it was one of the. I think because he was I talking think it was to Get Granny. Up. It was, was Get Granny. Up. Yeah. So he went on Get Up and he said that, you know, KD doesn't like. I'm paraphrasing here. KD doesn't like to be con- compared to uh, Giannis, and he told him so at a party. He said, "Hey, because." Uh, uh, Jay had said that Giannis was if KD and Anthony Davis had a baby. And so then Kevin Durant came up to him and said, don't you ever compare me to Giannis ever. He told that story. And then Durant just let him have it. Wasn't having it. Durant Said it was lies, straight lies. Said it was straight lies. Stop using my name. I don't even talk like that. Blah, blah, blah. This is- Then went at the media, said this is what we do Mm. for a hot take. So- this is on the heels of Shannon Sharp doing something not similar but related to yeah. this. Remember when Shannon Sharp called Julio Jones live? It's it's the reason why I say that they're similar is because it's both taking personal relationships and mm-hmm. then bringing them out in a media space. Mm-hmm. All right. Number one, Jay Williams said that he stood by his story. Uh, and that he maybe shouldn't have brought up the fact that he spoke yeah. to Kevin Durant. Do you agree with that? Whose side are he you on in this? I'm on Kevin's side. He absolutely should not have brought up that private conversation. That's not what you do. And he clearly, and I like Jay, but he clearly was doing it to bring something different to the table. And I think when you're a person who's constantly in television, you're always trying to have a hot take, say something interesting, do something that somebody else can't do. Uh, to draw in viewers. And that was a moment of him doing that. Hey, I know KD. Hey, we had this private conversation. Hey, I know something you don't know. He revealed this to me. I don't blame Kevin for being upset. Whether it's true or not, it should have never been brought to the table. And it wasn't even that juicy of information, I think, to even risk your your friendship or whatever relationship you have with Kevin uh, for that, for that moment. You know, what you just said is completely right. What happens is what <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what, what you just said is completely right. 
and I'm talking about the analysis. It's spot on. It's spot on. What happens is there's so many voices out there. It sometimes becomes we live in this weird, weird take infested world. And sometimes we're not even trying for the smartest take or even the hottest take. We're talking we're trying for the loudest take and what is going to mm-hmm. cut through over the noise and make people pay attention to us. And if you can say I talked to KD and KD told me don't compare him to Giannis, that's right. obviously going to cut through because that's basically Jay Williams if we're being honest, what Jay Williams said was that KD basically said fuck Giannis. He, that's I mean right. I mean I, you know what I mean? Like that that's basically what that says and if if you Durant someplace is like, yo, if I want to say that, I'll say it. I don't need yes. you to, to go, go back and talk about, even if it is all true. Man, we had a holiday party. Like, a holiday party is the worst place. Is that where place. they were? Yeah, he said they were at a holiday party. These guys may have had some Yules, some Yule tides. You know what I mean? Because you know when you get some Yules in you, things change. You get a, yeah. you get a Yule. You're out there at a holiday party. You're wearing a decadent winter sweater. You know, it's got filled like, with the holiday spirit. Filled with yeah. the holiday spirit. You got a Santa hat on. How could anyone <laughs> report on a story when people are wearing Santa hats? You might be stumbling. Use your boy. Yo, don't ever compare me to Giannis. I don't know if it was true, if it was said or not. But yo, man. Don't report on stuff that happened at the holiday yeah. party, man. This is coming from the TMZ guy. Don't report on stuff that happened at the holiday party, Jay. Come on, man. And they're coming, like, they're in the playoffs right now against one another. You don't know what kind of relationship the two of them have. Now you're possibly starting a beef between the two of them. Mm-hmm. It just, it was unnecessary. Right. I think Jay learned the lesson to never do that again. And I'm shocked it came from Jay. If I had to line up ESPN personalities, I wouldn't expect Jay Williams to do that. Right. I have a question here. Um, I'd expect Perk. <laughs> you expect Perk to do it? Yeah. Why are you hating I on Perk? I think I like Perk's from Texas. I, oh, I, I, I like Perk. Texas. He's entertaining too on ESPN, but I think he's also done that before. Yeah. That's why I'm I'm putting him out there. Um, so we're gonna stay in the sports world right now, and this story is not as uh light as the one we just talked about. Uh, Virginia football player, 18 year old freshman. Um. Freshman linebacker has been charged with second-degree murder. He uh, is accused of beating a victim after discovering that the person who he met on Tinder as Angie was a man. So apparently mm-hmm. what happened was he Tinder matched with somebody. Uh, the, the the gentleman who's passed away is 40-year-old Jerry Smith. Uh, the, this freshman football player is charged in the beating with Jerry Smith. He's been granted bond. <sighs> to stay with his family but his actual release is being held up uh for five days depending on the appeal so i guess the story is that they matched on tinder he thought he was Mm -hmm. matching with a woman named angie uh at some point they meet and it turns into a beating he says that he beat this man uh to a point to where he heard gurgling and then he left um, and after this, the the gentleman passed away from from blunt force trauma. Now I've dug into this story a little bit. Okay. And in digging into this story, you you're seeing some people around the the area where this took place talking about the reputation of the man in question, Jerry Smith, and 
there are wait, people. Wait, wait. He's not the man in question. Excuse He's me. The excuse man. me. Not the man in question. Uh, the the victim here, the okay. victim here, Jerry Smith, and saying all kinds of things. Mm. Saying that uh, Jerry had a, a, there's one woman that say that that's claiming that he had a history of being harassing, that he worked at a bar where he had harassed people, and that um you know uh, there's one woman even saying on the internet that he had roofied her. Uh I don't really think that that has anything to do with this story, and I don't know that Absolutely any of nothing. that stuff is 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 true. Um, you know, obviously it's a football community there. You might be have some people there who are looking to look out for this 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 man who's accused of this crime. So they might be saying all kinds of things about somebody who's not here to defend themselves. I guess my question to you is: You hear a story like this, you read the headline. What's your first thought? It's devastating. Mm. It's devastating that you know. I, it's you know when 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 we decided that we were going to talk about this topic, it was really hard for me to to think of what to say. Mm. Um, not because I don't like I'm feel conflicted about it. It's disgusting. It's devastating. It's deplorable. But this is a person who was on Tinder trying to seek another person out to go on a date with them, and that it it ends in a murder. Yeah. And the Jerry was living the life that he wanted to live. And it's okay. and 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 this Virginia Tech football player found something out and instead of just walking away and just saying no that's not that's that's I'm not interested, you know, and moving on, he decided to take matters into his own hands and take somebody's life away. And it's I can't even imagine what it is to be a part of this community where you are fearful to go on a date because it could end like this. There was a law and uh, law and order SVU episode that was that, that, that kind of mirrored this same story. And it's a tragedy that sadly, this isn't the first time that something like this happens and it's something that plagues this community. And I just think it's terrible that Jerry is living the life that he wants to. And there are people like this that won't allow him to. And it ended in his, with them taking his life. Huh. And I can't even imagine cannot even imagine that you're living in fear just to live the life that you want to, to be who you are. Hmm. So I guess my only question to it is, number one, the first thing I'll say is this. People say that toxic masculinity or uh, that a warped sense of masculinity, that it doesn't exist and it's not a thing. Uh, And to be honest with you, there are people out there that are going to be sympathetic to the young man in question here. They're going to be sympathetic. They're going to say, hey, I'd have done that too, you know. You had options to walk away. Yeah, for sure. And so For all those people. And I know you're right. I know there are going to be ignorant people that say that. Right. So I guess my thing is that when people talk about the fact that those things don't exist, this is this right here is the byproduct of them. Mm-hmm. The byproduct of having people equate your sexuality um, to your manhood or your sense of worth or your sense of being or who exactly you are means that anybody that crosses that, uh, let's say that this all went the way we the way it's being painted to have gone, right? Let's say mm-hmm. that Jerry Smith, who's passed away now, 40-year-old guy, that he lied and he deceived uh, this young man. And then they get to a point to where they meet, 
however it gets to the apartment, it gets to the apartment. He finds out Jerry is a guy. Okay. The question is now what? Now what? Even if you curse somebody out, because that's a hell of a thing to do to somebody, right? Yeah. But even if you curse someone out, even if you don't, even if you laugh, even if you get, at what point does beating the shit out of them until they're gurgling? And here's Mm. the thing about that. So you beat them up, they're gurgling. You hear the gurgling, you leave. Like you leave. You know what I mean? And 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 there's one person responsible for the death of Jerry Smith. But societally, everybody has a hand in it when we continue to push these narratives. Yeah. That your manhood is your everything. That your sexuality is your everything. And look, don't get me wrong. I have been a part of all of this. I understand that like this is handed down from generation to generation. But I'm telling you is that now Jerry's gone and this kid is probably going to go to jail for a very long time. I don't know. I I saw this immediately. I'm like, this shit isn't really working. Like the way yeah. the, the like the way we're doing so, it right now, it's a sad story. It's not working. So what do you do? You know, I mean, you have the community, um, the LGBTQ plus community speaking out and you know trying to bring these th- these issues to light. You know what it is? We don't talk. It's not mainstream enough. Is the thing unless these kinds of things happen. But you're right in the sense that it doesn't have to just be murder to be detrimental. It's cursing someone out. It's degrading them. It's taunting them. It's harassing them. And we don't talk about that enough. We don't bring that to the to the forefront. Yeah. And those things build up and they lead to situations like this. And this is a community that's under attack right i'll be honest with you what i meant when i said that is if i said what if i when i said cursing somebody out Mm -hmm. if if i went to somebody's house thinking that they were a woman when they were actually a man i would probably be pissed i would probably be uncomfortable with that just the deception you know what i mean i would probably be uh there's no fiber in my being that would want to hurt them though right it's like no I mean there's going to be a moment of shock when you make the realization for sure uh and by the way we don't know if any of the, a lot of this stuff could be different once all the facts of this come out in terms of what happened to who who knew what when they knew it because I think I misspoke earlier I said that uh that that uh some kind of way Jerry ended up at um the uh that Jerry ended up at his apartment. What actually happened was that the 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 Virginia Tech freshman went to Jerry's apartment. Right. So you know, I, I just. But what it, we do know uh, is it ended in a death. Ended in a death. Punched him and stomped him. Punched him and stomped him. That is terrifying stomped, for the community. It stomped is. him. Stomped him. Man. Man, oh man! If we don't need to do better. Like if 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 we don't need to do better, we're giving the lives away to uh like a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, you know it's just yeah. it's 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 crazy. And by the way, it's happening all over the all mm-hmm. over the country mm-hmm. in situations where you see trans women getting killed, a crazy murder rate, just for nothing, for nothing, right. for just being who they are. It's crazy. 
It's crazy. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. You could be doing anything this week, right? You've got work, errands, friends, and a whole lot of fun in between. That's why the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the capable SUV that's built for your life. With premium interiors, available wireless charging, and room for your whole cargo and crew. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the all-new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Uh, One thing before we get to the mailbag. What? I saw a picture of K. Michelle. Are are you sure it was K. Michelle? I wasn't sure that it was K. Michelle, but it's obviously K. Michelle. Now people are talking about the fact that it's K. Michelle. I saw a picture of K. Michelle. Okay. Um, K. Michelle looks totally different. She looks like a totally different person. It doesn't I, like I would, I'm not convinced. I would never look at this person and think that this was K. Michelle. <laughs> you know like, what this reminds me of? What? When Don from um Danity Kane uh-huh. changed her entire look. Yeah. Nobody knew who look. that was. Whole look. Is, is it changing your entire look though? It's like changing, changing your entire look. When you're look. unrecognizable or unrecognitionable, as you would say, unrecognizable. <laughs> when you do that, yes. <laughs> no, but when I'm saying changing, changing your entire look is like getting a new wardrobe or a new hairstyle. These people have changed their faces. Like this looks nothing like. This looks nothing like. Nothing. Nothing. K. Michelle. So, is there any way it could be filtered? I don't know. I don't know anything about filters and stuff oh. like that. Um, I, I really don't know. So let me ask you a question. And I hope that the Thought Warriors will be able to weigh in on this too. I am a do what you like type of guy. Okay. Do what you like. You know, okay. you, you look at yourself in the mirror, you go, hey, I want to change this, change that. Who am I to say anything? Man, Mazel tov. Knock yourself out. Go for it. My question to the Thought Warriors and to you, is there something wrong with this? Is there, is it, I'm, I'm, I don't, wrong okay. is not the right way. Is it, okay, wrong is not the right thing. Wrong is not the right question. Forget about wrong. Wrong is not the right question. Forget about right or wrong. You can do whatever you want. Is this healthy? Healthy in what way? Like mentally healthy? I. Is it healthy I, to... Is it healthy to is is it healthy to completely reconstruct your face to something brand new that's unrecognizable? I guess it is. I I, I don't it just So I it would have to be case by case to me. Because my first question to a K Michelle would would be, why did you want to change your entire face? Are you happy? Are you because like I can't imagine changing my entire face and looking in the mirror and seeing a totally different person. I, and I don't want to assume for her, but I'm about to. Right. I, you must not like the way you look to change your whole look. Everything. And and then what's also suspicious is K. Michelle is known to be very upfront about the cosmetic work that she's had done because she's had done work done before. But now she's mom's the word when it comes to her face. She's just posting picture after picture and she's not acknowledging it. Is she ashamed of the work that she did? Is she does she why does she not want to speak out on this? I I, I get my first question. Why? Why? Hmm. And then if your answer is because I wanted to and it's what I like, then I can't really argue against that. Then that then that goes to do what you want. You're a do what you 
do what you like. That's what you want to do. That what makes you. That's what makes you happy. Do what you like. But it's. I don't know. It's. It's. It's the same way I feel for people who heavily filter their pictures. You know, if why do you want to look like a totally different person? So when I see you in real life, I don't even know who you are because your pictures are so filtered and it doesn't mirror what you look like in real life. And then what kind of message are you sending to young people who look up to you and want to be like you, that this is the only way that you, that this is what beauty is. Mm. I don't, I just, but see, here's the thing. If there's nothing I'd wrong, I'd love with, to talk to her. Yeah, I I'd, would too. If there's nothing wrong with it, then there's nothing wrong with the message. I just want to understand. I, I want to ask these questions to a person. I don't I don't have that desire to change my entire look. Mm -hmm. And so I want to talk to someone who's done it. Why? Why do you want to yeah, do it? I don't know. It puts me in a weird spot because like, I, I look at it and, and my first reaction is to be like, damn, like to be sad about it. My first reaction is to almost it is sad. Like, be sad about it or like, or cringe. I'm not going to lie. That's my first reaction. But then I was thinking to myself, well, if everyone is free to be like who they are and if everyone is free to to change and do whatever they want, then why should I react that way? That's her business. That's it's her face. It's just shocking. It is. It's it's one thing to have a little bit of a, an ass, like assistance. Like, oh, I want a more narrow jawline or I want to you know, like plump my lips up or whatever. But just she had, she's a whole new face. Yeah, she face also off. talked about in the past, man. She, <laughs> 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 she she looks unrecognizable. <laughs> unrecognizable. Now you can add the Z back. Unrecon unrecognized. Uh, she also has been. Uh, she's also talked about the fact that um, she un she went under underwent unsafe butt procedures back in the day. Right, she's vocal about that. She's yeah, been vocal about that, that. Almost cost her her life. The unsafe butt. I didn't procedures. know that part. Yeah, almost cost her her life. She nearly died from unsafe butt procedures. But yet she went back under the knife. She went back under the knife. Unsafe butt procedures. Hmm. I really want to get into the <laughs> psychology of somebody who changes their entire face. I really, and I'm, and it's no shade. I want to talk to someone who's actually done it. Mm -hmm. We should have somebody on the podcast. Where if it's not Kay Michelle, maybe it's Don. Don Don from Danity Kane from Danity Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know her? She's from Southern Louisiana. She's from New Orleans. No, I never met her before. I I, I do wonder about that though. I I, I wonder. Uh, or maybe Sammy Sosa. Could we have him on the podcast? Nah, that's too far. But look, here's the thing about Sammy Sosa, though. And his I, face is the same. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sammy Sosa has bleached his skin, right? And he's and permed his hair. And permed his hair. He almost he looks. He's he sad. looks like Sammy Sosa. He is the scariest looking human being on the face of the planet. I'm sorry. He is the scariest. He I'm sorry. <laughs> he's the scariest looking human being on the face of the planet. He was like when Dave Chappelle on the Chappelle show used to play a white character and it just looks crazy. But the thing is this. If it's okay for everyone to be whoever it is that they want to be, and it is okay. I'm not saying if it is, it is. Then why do we have a problem with what Sammy Sosa is doing? Like why would we have a problem with what a K. Michelle is doing? Why do we have a problem with the, what Don well, is doing? If you, if you, if Sammy you're born, Sosa is colorism. If, There's a deep uh, colorism. We could point to that. So, That's colorism. But what difference does it make what it is? 
I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I, it's a little, I, I, at least I can like pin it to something a little bit. Like I can pinpoint the issue as to why people have a problem with it. But, but what if you, if, if, if it's okay for everyone to do whatever they want, and you want to be white, then... Well, that's your stance. Not everybody... If you want to be white. Not every... He's still not white. He's not not white. everybody understands. Not every, I mean, not everybody has that same rule of thought... Uh, school of thought of... Comes from that school of thought of saying... Uh, if you can do whatever you want to do. If right. it's whatever you want to do. So, anyways. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. We should cover that topic on we'll the We'll cover podcast. that. We'll cover that. We'll, we'll, we'll bring that up. We'll bring that up. All right. Mailbag time. Trudy, give me the... You know, it's time to do the thing. Come on. Run the song. Let's go. Mailbag time. Time to read your letters and then we'll reply to them. Oh, it's mailbag time. Write us with your queries and we'll chime in. All right, Trudy, let's go. Mailbag time. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We've been talking for a long time. Let's do the mailbag stuff. Let's go. This is from Davis Wallace. What is your Mount Rushmore of TV shows? Okay. The Sopranos. The Wire. Martin. And Curb Your Enthusiasm. But look, here's the deal. Like, like here's the deal. There's Mine a, is so different. <laughs> so, 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 so here's the deal, man. I'm going to be honest with you. There's a show that should be up there. But I had to take it off. All right, y'all know what I'm talking about. What show? Nah, man, I don't want to speak the name. Okay, it might be on my list because I'm gonna say it. If Go it's ahead. what I think it is, I'm saying it. Go ahead. Now let's all remember, Rachel. Rachel, there were a lot of things Rachel wasn't allowed to watch. <laughs> so my it. Mount Rushmore Go is a little different. It. I don't care. I'm say saying it. It. Say it. It does not take away of what Rachel, it gave us. Say it with your chest. Say it with okay. your forehead. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> um, I love Lucy. Come on, man. I'm sorry. That is one of my favorite shows. Well, you really it, watch that shit for real? I would if there was a marathon right now. I would watch it. Okay, I, I know. I, I love Lucy. Don't word take up. away from it. She's a she's amazing. Right. I love Lucy. The Cosby Show. Wow. I'm saying it. Wow. It does not take away. I grew up on that. I, I, it's a, sorry. This is not an endorsement of Bill Cosby. This is an endorsement of the Cosby show. This is an endorsement of the Huxtables. Okay. I said it. The okay. Huxtables. He was playing a character. He was not playing himself. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. I thought we were the Huxtables. So right. you're not taking the, my childhood away from me. Mm -hmm. um, Fresh Prince. Okay. And... Uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. That's dope. That's dope. Well, uh, Davis Wallace, way to make me relive the horror of of my favorite, one of my favorite shows of all time, featuring a guy that's whatever. Davis, fuck you. Uh, ne next question. This is from Lena. Do you have a nickname that only family members or close friends call you? If so, what is it? Spanky. Is it really? Yeah. Why? My dad just called that spank. Wow. You heard it here. You know the thought words are going to be calling you that. Mine is Petunia. Okay. Well, why Do you know it? who Petunia is? I don't. I don't know who Petunia is. Petunia is Porky Pig's girlfriend. And as a child, I look piggish. <laughs> <laughs> Porky Pig. 
in a relationship. <laughs> She's a real thing. Google her. No, I'll, look, I'll look her up. I'll look her up. Kind of looks like the Piggly Wiggly Pig. Just oh, with hair. Oh, the Piggly Wiggly Pig. You know, there was a time I went, and matter of fact, I mm-hmm. was in Zachary or Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. And the piglet, the pig was not lit up, and it was actually brown. Yeah. Brown pigs. Are they always like that? Because it looked like blackface. It, ha- it looked like a, a brown. Like, you think we had a blackface pig? At a blackface piggly wiggly. That's it crazy. was when I was dating the guy from Zachary, and uh-huh. I, I wish I still had the picture. I took a picture of it, and I said, wow, where are we right now? It's my first time there. Maybe it was a black piggly wiggly, though. Maybe it wasn't that he was The pig a... was in blackface. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> in I'm Southern I'm Louisiana. Piggly wiggly Zachary. Because I didn't know that there was a piggly wiggly. Then it Zachary. was Baton Rouge. But it well, was we have down... them in Baton Rouge. Then it was, the, I mean, they're right next to each other. Yeah, we have them in Baton Rouge. But I, but Baton the, Rouge but and Zachary I was, is where my, that's, I mean, that's where my, my, my father lives in Zachary right now. So uh, I'm looking at it right now. The Piggly Wiggly and Zachary closed. There used to be one, I guess. Oh, well, no, nah, I'm going to be like, real with you. I'm looking at a picture of a pig and he kind of looks a little brown. Thank you. I'm not, he doesn't have just, the, the, the hue. <laughs> of the pigs that I'm normal that I normally see, piggly wiggly crazy. All right, next next question. Next question. Let's go. Hurry up. This is from Tess Kittleberger. In sync or Backstreet Boys? In sync, easy. In sync. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sheesh. This is from uh-huh. Elliot Kindler. What was the worst date you ever been on in your life? Why was it bad, and what happened? All right. So. Back in Louisiana, there was this girl from work, Tasha, that I had been trying to get to go out with me, but she wouldn't go out with me. Um, She'll know if she hears this. Uh, We worked at Best Buy together. Tasha, I've been trying to get Tasha to go out with me for a long time. You know what I mean? She agreed to go out with me one time. I think I might have told this story. Finally, you wore her down. Way down in a hole. Like Steve Urkel. uh, Exactly. Exactly. But I didn't wear it down by harassing her. I was, you know, we talk. I'd be like, yo, you want to go catch a movie or something like that? And one day she was just like, yeah. And I was really felt great about that. It was great. So um, we were going to see this movie called The Order with Heath Ledger. And I was uh, I was trying to groom myself to go out there. And I made a mistake and shaved my mustache off. And like I like I was grooming myself. I can't remember what happened. It was, I was a zinc and it was a big patch in my mustache. And I started, I, I started to just color in the patch. <laughs> no. And, and, and like and continue to go because I did not want to be without my mustache. And after this, I was just like, yo, I just gotta shave the whole mustache off and start back because it's whack, right? So I shaved it off. Okay. This was when I had yeah. no beard. So okay. I had no beard. So the whole face. Bald, fresh baby face. Fresh yeah. baby face. Mustache going. I was like, maybe she won't recognize. Maybe, recognize. maybe she won't uh, notice it. Maybe she won't notice it. Maybe she won't notice. She gets in the car and she goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> she was like, did you shave? And I was like, yeah. She was like, why? And I was like, she's like, you shave your mustache. I'm like, you look like a little boy. <laughs> and like, 
that was my only shot. And it was I was behind the eight ball the whole night. We went to the movie. The movie was crazy. I fell asleep in the movie. What? It was just like it was what a terrible date. It was horrible. But you mean, no, I mean you. You didn't come presentable. Then you fall asleep in the movie. It's your fault. By the way, she's still cool. Like like me and her were cool way after. Oh that. yeah, you friend zone yourself big oh, time. Jesus Christ! It was I, the must. It was the lack of mustache. She I saw you as a little the, boy. You jump into. I jumped into the friend zone. Was waiting. And after that, after that date, I was actually happy to be in the friend zone. I was like, you know what? This is my place. This is my zone. This is the friend zone. What about I'm, you? I'm glad you accepted it. Mine's what? more disturbing. I. Okay. Uh, which went on a date with this guy mm-hmm. and um we we were hitting it off and he was older than me and How old are we i was talking like about? okay i was 23 and i think he was 31 okay cool and so i'm like oh, okay like this is this is uh this is going well good conversation good mm-hmm. dinner yeah. then you go you know you keep the date going you go to the next spot so we went to like kind of a bar where they were also playing music and we were jamming and just mm-hmm. talking. And I'm like, wow, you know, I really think I, I'm into older guys. Like the conversation is just so much better. And then he's like, hey, there's this other spot you want to go to. We were driving separately, okay? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to this next spot. So we pull over to the spot. It's very dark. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've never been over here before. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this must be like an after hour spot. Like this must be like a, like a, a low key VIP. There's mm. no sign on the door. And I when I walk in and I notice there are a bunch of there's an open area and then there are these rooms all on the side. <laughs> and then I zero in on what's happening in the middle and I'm like, what kind of club is this? It was a swingers club. Oh <laughs> and I don't know what I said to him. To make him think, you know what? She'd be real down with this. And I just politely excused myself and I left and I never talked to the guy again. This was on the first date? This was on the first date. Wow. Nah, he a psychopath. <laughs> this was on the, thank God we drove separately. Nah, he a, he, and I just he, left. he a psychopath. First date? This was the first date. Okay, another question. Do you remember the address of the place? <laughs> Oh, it yeah, was in it. Dallas. It was Dallas. I know that. That's crazy. That's like uh, do I know the address of the place? Yeah. But this was ye- I mean, twenty three. So this is you're talking like thirteen years ago. Twenty three, thirteen years ago. Yeah. But uh, now nah, that's 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 pretty. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty bad. That's scary though. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just like when that's I think scary. back on it, I'm like, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, that's it. No, uh, no more questions, uh, Trudy. That's enough of that. Uh, Rachel, do you have an unexpected ally of the week? Oh. Oh, hold on. I did. There were a couple. I saw a couple of good things this week. Okay, okay. A couple of good things. All right. Do you have one while I'm looking? I'm trying to pull. Oh, you don't. I do not have an unexpected ally of the week this week. I wish that Uh, I did. Hold on. Let me give people their props. Give them their props. Oh, Baltimore Ravens owner donates $4 million to HBCUs in honor of ex-general manager Ozzie Newsome. Okay. That's it. That's the story. That's the unexpected ally of the week. Four million to HBCUs. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I get it. That's great. That's amazing. Good for him. Good for the all the HBCUs, baby. People that went to the HBCUs, baby, and people who didn't. Rachel, um, next week I'm gonna be recording a podcast from New York City. 
Yeah, I see you keep tweeting. You want everybody to know you're going to New York and no, ATL. I don't. You, no, I didn't. I, tw- I tweeted one time. What are you talking about? I think you also put it on your Instagram. Yeah, I saw it twice. Because I want to do podcasts. I'm, so like you're letting people know you, you're in the area? Yep, or, and um, I've already okay. been hit up to do five potties. I'm going to do Say Less with my man Cass. I might okay. pop up. I might. I might do brilliant idiots with Charlemagne and, and Andrew Schultz. Oh, you'll definitely do that. You gonna do Joe Budden? Uh, uh no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I might squeeze in the El Breakfast Club, El Breakfast Burrito Club. You so know you gonna appear without me on the Breakfast Club? I won't do it. That's it. I'm not doing it. I'm listen. It's if over. you, I'm going to New York in two weeks. It's over. I'm not. If doing you can it. hold off a week, that'd I'll, be great. I'll, I'll hold off. I'll hold off. We'll go up there. Yeah, I won't do it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. It's, it's over. It was an idea. It was a thought. And now guess where it is. No, go head. on there and promote higher learning. No, nope. we'll do that. We'll do it together. We'll do it live together. <laughs> this is what we'll do. You're right. You're right about that. Okay. Um, well, listen, Van, have a safe trip and have fun. When's the last time you were in New York City? It's going to feel good to be back in the city, right? Not really. I no? Mean, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to go. You're excited to go? You're, you're happy? You're happy to go to New York? Mm-hmm. You love it there. No. (laughs) (laughs) We are out of here. Always big shouts out to our producers, Donnie Beecham and Trudy Joseph. Trudy Joseph and Donnie Beecham, who make the show possible. We appreciate you guys. All right. You guys, take your thing caps off. Do not stop learning. I am Van Lathan. I'm Rachel Lindsay. We are out. Peace.